Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Elmer Gillette, and I pastor Community Worship Center, Church of the Nazarene, at 117 Madison Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11216. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. We want to congratulate all our students at our church who have graduated from preschool to earning a Ph.D. We are so proud of you and for your insatiable desire to be all that you can be. God bless you real, real good. Our scripture reading today is taken from Psalm 34, verse 18, and it reads, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The word of the Lord. Our subject today is, your present pain prepares you for your purpose. All of us are susceptible to pain during which our world is dark, depressing, heavy, and painful. Pain is not a respecter of persons. Everyone, in varying ways and degrees, suffers pain, whether emotional, mental, spiritual, or physical pain. Pain is a part of everyone's life. No one wants to deal with suffocating, painful emotions. We live in an imperfect world that includes forces that are opposed to God's plan and that everything works in the manner we desire. The book of Job helps us to understand that the answers are beyond our finite minds. We question God's love and His fairness during our painful moments. God reminds us that he is in total control and he wants us to trust him. Pain provides an opportunity to experience the grace of God. James helps us to see the benefits of pain. James, two, James 1, 2-3 to three says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. When we experience and endure painful trials, God is producing endurance and Christ-likeness. Lamentations 3, 20-23 exhorts us to hold on to hope. It reads, I will remember them. My soul is downcast within me, yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love we are not consumed, for his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The prophet Jeremiah remembers the affliction and bitterness that he and the people of God were enduring in exile and the destruction of Jerusalem. He does not dismiss them. However, in the midst of pain, he reminds himself of God's compassion and faithfulness. Many people are as experiencing pain right now during this pandemic and for a myriad of other reasons. The good news is that God is not silent when we suffer debilitating pain. The Word of God gives us hope and a reason to endure. Second Corinthians 4, 16-18, it says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, 
but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Paul began the chapter, chapter 4, verse 1, 2 Corinthians, by declaring, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. We don't give up or faint from fear and pain. We are not to become discouraged or anxious. We are not to allow ourselves to become wearied or fearful. It is only by God's grace we have received mercy for help in time of need. So we should not lose heart knowing that those who wait for the Lord will renew their strength and mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. God has promised to strengthen the weary through his sufficient bountiful grace. Many painful things will take us by surprise, but nothing takes God by surprise. We need to be mindful that when people are experiencing pain, we should be good listeners instead of explaining away the reason for their pain. Those that are experiencing pain need to tell their story and we need to listen to them. Peter says, Beloved, do not be surprised at a fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. First Peter 4.12 Jesus told us pain and suffering would be a part of our lives. He says in John 16.33 I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus doesn't simply say we will have trials and sorrows and then leave it to us to figure out. Instead, he promises peace and reminds us that he has overcome the world, meaning our hardships aren't without a purpose. This is why the Apostle Paul, who experienced much pain and difficulty, could boldly declare these words in Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. Paul chooses his words carefully. And notice he writes, we know for a man who underwent beatings, shipwrecks, and multiple imprisonment, Paul recognizes something that is absolutely essential for us to remember as believers. Our pain is not meaningless, but has a purpose. And not just some situations, he writes, all things work together for good to those who love God. There is something beyond pain. Those who look to God and call upon him can be sure that their purpose is far greater than their pain. Psychiatrist M. Scott Peck says, and I quote, Fearing pain, almost all of us, to a greater or lesser degree, attempt to avoid pain. He says, we procrastinate, hoping they will go away. We ignore them and pretend they don't exist. We attempt to get out of them rather than suffer through them, end of quote. When we suffer, 
We tend to want to do anything and everything to find a way out of pain. But sometimes God calls us to walk in our pain for his glory. He may be preparing us for our purpose. The book of Job, again, helps us to understand the nature of pain and to realize that we are in a fierce battle. So here's what happened. Satan appears in the presence of God. And God asks him, Have you considered, have you seen my servant Job? Isn't he something blameless, upright, and turning from evil? Then Satan says, Big deal. You have given him everything. No wonder he is so good and loves you so much. Then God gives Satan permission to test Job. First, by taking away everything Job has, and then with physical suffering. When Job had lost everything, his family and his goods, with sores all over his body, his wife comes and says to him, Why don't you just curse God and die? Then Job says something very important in Job 2.10. He says, you speak as one of the foolish women would speak. Shall we receive good from God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this Job did not sin with his lips. Notice that God did not get Job's permission or notify him that he was going to experience earth-shattering pain. It happened suddenly and without warning. Realize God never promised to insulate you and I from pain, but he did promise to enter our pain with us. He is our altogether strength, our ever-present comfort. God does not torture or send suffering upon his people. Sometimes he allows us to experience pain and suffering because we have walked away from him. But pain and suffering doesn't always occur for that reason. It occurs because there is an enemy who wishes to make us to doubt God. In the overall picture, that is the meaning of the book of Job. In the middle of all his pain and losses, Job says in Job 13, 15, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Our trust in God is what matters. There is no doubt that some challenges in our lives are the result of poor choices. But for every believer, the reality is that we will walk through hardship and will experience pain. In Psalm 119, the psalmist recalls some past pain and suffering and he confesses in Psalm 119, 71 and 72. This is powerful. He says, It was the best thing that could have happened to me, for it taught me to pay attention to, the, to your laws. In 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7, it says, In this, in what? In the trials, you greatly rejoice. Thou now for a little while, if need be, you may need to grieve by grave by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested in fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory 
of the revelation of Jesus Christ. The purpose of pain is not for God to discover if we are genuine. But it is to prove to ourselves that we have stood the test and consequently grow into a more mature follower of Jesus Christ. Suffering gives us the opportunity to find out if the faith in which we are standing is lip service or it is the real thing. Pain doesn't just show up in our lives for no reason. It's a sign that something needs to change. Stephen Richards says that the pain you feel today will be the strength you feel tomorrow. I want you to know again, I want you to hear this again, you are not alone. One of my favorite narratives in the Bible is when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to bow down and worship the idol of King Nebuchadnezzar. Their refusal was a result of their allegiance to God. The three of them were thrown bound into a giant furnace to be executed. The king looked into the furnace and he said, Look, I see four men loose. Remember they were bound up, but now they are loose. Walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Oh, glory be to God. When we go through trials, we are not alone. God will walk us through our pain. Yea, though I walk, through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fare no evil, for you are with me. Oh, glory be to God. What you are experiencing right now may have caught you off guard, but it didn't take God by surprise. We know that He's aware of all our struggles. He's not clueless, shocked, or dismayed. That doesn't mean that that he's not concerned. God is compassionate and cares about you and I. Like any good father doesn't like us to be hurting. Take comfort in the fact that God knows what you are feeling. Don't lose faith. He is in control. He is absolutely in control. God knows you are struggling. And more importantly, he knows what he is doing. Your pain again has a purpose. One of the most difficult things about pain is the feeling that it's pointless. There is a reason for what you are going through. There is always a reason. That doesn't mean that God causes our pain. But it does mean that He can give us, even when it seems like our pain is senseless, He can give us a purpose. It also means that he can bring good out of all the things that are bad in our lives. God wants to work in your pain to make us more like Jesus. That means that our pain is never in vain. He works in all things to produce Christ-like maturity. Now, how should we respond to pain? God wants us. To bring our pain to Him instead of running from Him. When we run from God in seasons of challenge, all we are left with is our own limited ability to cope in what we are walking through. We look for other mediums to satiate and ease our pain. On the other hand, God invites us to draw near to Him that we might experience His peace, healing, 
and closeness. Psalm 34, 18, our text that we read earlier. Again, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Are you brokenhearted tonight? Are you in pain? Listen, God is close to you. And he says, and he says, it saves, he saves those who are crushed in spirit. Your spirit may be crushed right now, but God comes to you and he is close to you. Psalm 147.3 says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. What a God. What an awesome, mighty God we serve. When we experience pain, we must focus on God's character and his promises. He's a God and he does not change. In changing times, he never changes. Our circumstances may change, but God's character does not. Psalm 13:5, I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. Focus on who God is. He loves us infinitely and unconditionally. He loves us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. Resolve to trust God in your pain. You and I have to make a decision. We may not feel like trusting him. It's a choice. An act of the will. Lord, I trust you. And that's when and what begins the healing process. Fill your life with the word of God. Fill your life with God's word. And surround yourself with people who speak hope and encouragement into your life. Psalm 119.103 says, How sweet are your words taste to me. They are sweeter than honey. Psalm 34.8 Taste. And see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Jeremiah 15, 16. When I discover your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, O Lord God of heaven's armies. One of the mysteries of the Christian faith is that our good God uses pain for our good. Meaning that our biggest sorrows can result in our greatest joy. When we think about Jesus' greatest sorrow, suffering and shame, punishment, the death for our sins on a cross, the result is what? Great joy, the redemption of humankind, of us people, and the opportunity to have a relationship with a loving God. Can you imagine? We have a relationship with God. God will give his children the grace to bear the pain. Revelation 21.4 He will wipe away every tear from your eyes. And there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. Our pain and suffering will not last forever. Glory be to God. As you walk in and through the day or in the days to come, remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ 
Again in John 14.27 Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14.27 And he says in Matthew 28.20 And be sure of this. I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. We all experience pain again in life, whether emotional, mental, spiritual, or physical. No pain is alike. We must all walk the journey and path that God has for our lives. Yet God promises that there is a purpose in our pain we can press on each day knowing that our God loves us and wants to use the hurt and pain in our lives to bring Him glory. Are you in pain today? Are you suffering? We know it hurts. But remember, you are God's child. You are love. And if you listen carefully, you might just hear him whisper, Don't give up my child. I am with you. Lord, thank you for your abundant grace in the painful times of life. You promised us that we are never alone. You're always walking with us. You are familiar with gut-wrenching pain. Thank you, Father, that you are healing broken lives who have been crushed by suffocating pain, whether emotional, mental, spiritual, or physical pain. You send your word. Yes, you did. And you heal our disease. Thank you for the hope that rises within us today. We choose to trust you, Lord. We choose to trust you today and always. And we pray in no other name but in the strong name of Jesus, the living God. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you real good, my beloved brothers and sisters. Oh, we thank God for you. And we just want to remind you, to send your tithes and offering to Community Worship Center Church of the Nazarene, P.O. Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. God bless you real, real good. We love you. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the church shout, Hallelujah! Amen. Praise the Lord.
I try to hold on to this world with everything I have, but I feel the weight of what it brings and the hurt that tries to grab. The many trials that seem to never end. His word declares this truth that we will enter in this rest with wonders anew. But I hold on to this hope and the promise that He brings. There will be a place with no more suffering. There will be a day with no more tears, no more pain, and no more fears. There will be a day when the burdens of this place will be. See Jesus face to face, but until that day, we'll hold on to you always. I know the journey seems so long. You feel you're walking on your own. There has never been a step, but you've walked down all alone. Troubled soul, don't lose your heart, 'cause joy and peace He brings, and the beauty that's in store. How is the hurt of life sting? But I hold on to this hope and the promise that He brings. Place with no more suffering. There will be a day with no more tears, no more pain, and no more fears. There will be a day when the burdens of this place will be no more. We'll see Jesus face to face, but I'm still back. Of the.